Hi, this is Brad with Pro Wrestling Junkies, and Happy Halloween. Welcome to the Devil's Holiday Edition of Toiletside Wrestling Talk. Today's guest hails from Reston, Virginia, and was trained by Jimmy Z. He's worked for such promotions as Beyond, GCW, Virginia Championship Wrestling, Star Pro Wrestling, Primetime Wrestling, to name a few. He's held the PWG Tag Titles, the PWI Ultra J Championship, as well as the VCW Tag Titles. And along the way, he shared the ring with the likes of Lucas Calhoun, Chuck Taylor, Sanjay Dutt, Orange Cassidy, Mike Verna, Pete Dunn, again, to name a few. If you have a subscription to IWTV, which you should, you can see many of my guest matches there and was recently ranked number 410 on PWI's annual top 500 list. So please help me welcome someone who, if he was my dad, I would say could beat the crap out of your dad, Mr. Logan Easton LaRue. Hey, Logan, hey, how are you? I'm good, how are you, Brad? I'm doing fine, thank you for coming on on uh, Halloween. I hope this isn't throwing your plans off. No, Halloween during a pandemic isn't super exciting. So, so you haven't gone trick or treating or anything? Not yet. I get the night's still young here. Yeah, totally. Um, so let me ask you a question. Do, do you watch a lot of wrestling? Like, do you have time to watch wrestling like weekly? Uh, yeah, I do. I don't follow uh, weekly TV mm-hmm. super closely. Uh, I haven't for a few years, but I mean, I do. I watch all kinds of tape study. Mm-hmm. Um, and can you, so, you know, you have uh, several names. I, uh, there's Blank, there's Barf, there's Logan. Can you take me through the evolution? Sure. When I first started training, uh, I was lo- the man of the hour, Logan Waite, prior to Leo Rush's existence. Mm-hmm. In uh, and then I was Logan Hodge, the Jimmy Z, who owned the training school I trained at. Mm-hmm. Logan Hodge off of Danny Hodge. Okay. Uh, from there, I was given a masked gimmick at a place called Fusion in Virginia, and I was Executioner Gallows. Uh, <laughs> then I'm champion 1%, Logan Larroe, in about 2012 is when I started, and that's been my name since. I have a friend named Blank who used to wrestle as Ray Jackson in Chicago. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, um, All right. And Darf was a product of the masked wrestler. Yeah, that's that's on IWTV now. Yes. Do you have a subscription to that? Uh, I steal a subscription from another independent pro wrestler. I do the same with Amazon Prime. There's not, no shame in that. <laughs> we'll both go to jail together. Yeah, so yeah. so I'll, I just want to talk about this briefly because I think sometimes it makes people uncomfortable, like uh, wrestlers. So you were ranked number 410 by PWI. Is it an honor? Is it pressure? Uh, I would say it's an honor. It's cool that uh, I can tell my family in lots of different states. Like, you can go to the grocery store and see my name. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool. Color pictures, everything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think it's cool. Uh, Now that I've been, this is my first year ranked. So Mm -hmm. now I'm pressured to try to get a better ranking next year, I think. Did you buy, like, like... Uh, many copies of the magazine. Yeah, I cleared out my local safe place. Oh, did you? Oh, that's hilarious. And you, do, do you like look who's behind you and who's like just ahead of you? Uh, I mean, a little bit. I think it's all kind of, it is what it is, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there we go. Um, So let's go back to young Logan. Um, what, what were you like as a kid? Were you uh, active? Were you introvert and extrovert? Uh, I would say I've always been pretty extroverted. Uh, in high school, I played football and lacrosse. Before that, um, I did only one season of amateur wrestling. Uh-huh. Like 
seventh grade. I was expecting four ropes in a yeah. That's not what I got. So I wasn't crazy about that. I did martial arts and stuff like that. And um, how did you? How did wrestling come onto your radar? Uh, so I was probably like four or five years old. I was at Blockbuster and I saw a clown on a VHS box, and I loved Batman, and I thought it was the Joker or something Batman related. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100% sure, but I think that tape was WrestleMania 10. Oh, okay. I was going to clown uh, tag match with Lena Vachon. Uh-huh. I think same thing, it just like hooked me as a five-year-old, I've really been watching since. Oh my gosh, and how about, do, do you have any siblings? Yeah, I have an older brother who, uh, I would say during like the Attitude Era when we were kids and it was more socially acceptable. Uh-huh. And he was into it, but I mean, he is not a fan. Oh, okay. Fan. Let me ask you a question. If you get, if things ever got heated between the two of you now, could you take your brother easily? I could take him easily. He's a, and I, I want to preface this by saying he's six foot three and like 250 pounds. He's oh. good the rest, but I got the technique down. Okay. <laughs> So, um, you just, when did you decide that I'm going to become a professional wrestler? I think uh, by the time I was in middle school, I was sure that I absolutely, uh, when I was in middle school, I kind of discovered like Ring of Honor and mm-hmm. TNA stuff, and it like just blew my mind. I was always a huge fan, but middle school is when I was just like, I have to do that. Uh-huh. Uh, I started training when I was 16. I had to get my mom to signed the paperwork. I worked in an ice cream store and saved up money for uh, the school store. And um, my mom's deal was she would sign it as long as I completed the SATs and did like three college applications. Oh, okay. That's reasonable. Uh, Yeah. When you get trained, do you have to pay up front? Uh, There was, at the school I was at, which no longer uh, is running, Mm -hmm. there was plans, but I, I, I paid up front. I, I saw what the number was and I just figured, get it all done. All right, so it's the night before your first training. Are you nervous, excited? Uh, I, probably somewhere in between both. It's just like, some people say they stepped in a ring and it was like, just took to it like a fish yeah. water. And I wouldn't that, but I was just, I was so, so excited to get actually inside of a wrestling ring and all that kind of stuff. So your first day of training, was that the first time you'd ever been in a, a wrestling ring? Yeah, that was actually, I think, the first live show I ever went to. I started training on Monday, and mm-hmm. the Friday before that, uh, the school I went to had a little independent shows run out of their school. And that was mm-hmm. the first live show I'd ever been to. That was the closest I'd ever been to a wrestling ring anything like that. Did you feel uh, that you were physically ready for it before you you even started training? Um, I don't know. I think about that a lot now. It's like, um, I see some people on the Indies not to put anybody down, but I'm like, uh, how do you sure. watch like, these former bodybuilders on television look in the mirror and be like, yeah, I could probably do that. <laughs> I mean, when I started, I was a relatively skinny, like, I mean, like I said, I played sports, uh-huh. but I was a pretty skinny kid and that was never a thought in my mind i was just like i'm gonna get in there and i'm gonna be like austin aries and <laughs> yeah, totally. so are when on your first day were you the 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 only new person uh, there was a few other new people there was a decent crowd of kids i was definitely the youngest person i was the only person i think under 
18. He's probably the only person under 20 there. Okay, so on this first day, was it what you expected? Uh, kind of, sort of. I feel like this was 2007. Um, I, like, I'd seen Tough Enough, so I just assumed, like, Taz was going to come in and beat us up or yeah, something yeah. like that. And it was like we just started with chain wrestling and kind of eased into everything. And, yeah, it wasn't super, nothing too shocking, I would say. Are the trainers, like, drill sh drill sergeant type or... No, not at my school. Um, John Kerman was kind of the head trainer at the time, and Christian York would pop in here or there. He was listed as a head trainer, but he wasn't there okay. a whole lot. No, uh, they were pretty laid back and, like, cool. As long as you did your work and didn't dick around, like, if there's time to work out, if you're there, you're there to work, right? Oh, exactly. You're not going to half-ass it if you're there. Did you... Right. How long was, like, a normal, like, a typical training session, like, for a day? Uh, I think the classes would start at like 7.30 and then usually we'd get out around like 10 or so. It'd be like whatever the curriculum was for the day and then give or take like 30 minutes, 45 minutes to just kind of like anything you want to work on or play around with. And could you, can you go to this gym anytime you want? Uh, I could have until it closed 11 years ago now. Okay, yeah. But like you could have, like it's nine o'clock one night, you could go over there and, and work on stuff. Uh, if I had a call and he lived right by it, and mm -hmm. yeah, I think would open the door, no problem. Okay, who thought you were ready for your first match first, you or your trainer? That's a good question. I think, honestly, my trainer did. So Virginia is a commission state, mm -hmm. um, and I couldn't wrestle until I was 18. Oh, here in Virginia. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, so my first match was in Pennsylvania, which also is a commission state, but <laughs> don't have licenses, so they didn't check my age. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, so I, rest, I was 17 during my first match. I think like I was ready. I felt like I was ready to perform at that level of a show. Mm -hmm. And I think my same thing. That's why he hooked up the deal with this promotion in Pennsylvania. Did, um, have you seen this this your first match? No, I have I definitely do not want to. I have no <laughs> exists on film somewhere. I have like three or four pictures from it. Do you re do you remember the match? Yeah, I do. I wrestled uh, Joseph Brooks, mm -hmm. who doesn't really work anymore. He's a Pittsburgh guy, but he's he was an awesome wrestler. He did kind yeah. of like a first kind of thing. Um, I remember being terrified, like thinking I was super ready, being all excited, and then like the day of. I ate lunch at Subway beforehand, and I could like barely eat. I was so nervous. Oh God! So, like, can you do you hear like the audience at all when you're coming to the ring or in the ring on, for this first match? It's been a while now. I'm trying to remember back. Like, um, it was a very small crowd, and I had like a, a bunch of my friends, like high school friends, came. Uh -huh. So, like. I feel like when I actually walked through the camera and I there, walked through the curtain and I saw them, I was kind of like, oh, all right, they know me. I yeah, know yeah. Right. Oh, so that gave you a level of comfort to come down. I think that's probably what chilled me out. Um, and then, so then did you like hit the road after that? No, not really. So I had that match when I was 17 mm -hmm. um, and that was still like six months before my 18th birthday. So mm -hmm. I couldn't Virginia. 
I think the promoter in that Pennsylvania place realized after the match that I was not in fact 18. I was not about that. So, and I went to college uh, a few months after that, my first year at West Virginia. Okay. I didn't really know wrestling or anything. And, there's, and I didn't really um, know many people uh, in that northern West Virginia, Pittsburgh area. So for about a year, I, I didn't wrestle at all. Uh -huh. um, and then my sophomore year, I met some people and kind of picked up some smaller bookings in the West Virginia area. Okay. I, I wouldn't say that I like really like every weekend or so was wrestling until I was about 20 or 21. Uh -huh. uh, I transferred schools to a different uh, school in Virginia, James Madison University. Oh, nice. Um, I went to a, a different wrestling school opened up that was run by a, a tag team called The Set. And they took me on the road a whole bunch. Uh, and that's when I started wrestling more often. Is being on the road, is that fun? Like when it you're can... when you're young? Yeah, I mean, I like, I've never been, I've kind of kept my like social drinking life separate from my wrestling life, I would say. Yeah. Like I definitely, I, I have lots of good friends in wrestling, lots of people I like a lot. But like, like I said earlier, it's like, I, I look at that as work, or at least uh, professional to a degree, mm -hmm. whereas my like late life is a little different. Yeah. Do you, uh, d does your schedule um, interfere with like relationships, like having relationships? Uh, it definitely did. Like when I was in college, you know, mm -hmm. um, lots of times I would want to go to parties or whatever, and it's like I have to drive six hours to perform at a barn somewhere, yeah, something yeah. like that. I mean, once you get there, once I put my stretchy clothes on, like, I'd much rather be here than having a beer and doing whatever else. Like, this is what I want to do. So. Do, you, do you love wrestling? It, yes, absolutely. And has it gotten stronger, like, through the years? Or just constant? Yeah, I feel like, I think it's like anything you have a passion for, if mm -hmm. you have a real passion for like, it'll, there's hills and valleys to it, right? But I think that, uh, the love and passion you feel for something, you'll always be discovering something new that you love about it, I think. When do you start thinking about um, your your character and cutting promos? Is that part of training? Yeah, so that initial school that I went to, I uh, kinda, we had a promo day, but I didn't really have a defined character. Mm -hmm. um, I came up with 1% thing at um in the biz the school run by the set it's mm -hmm. jason who's in capital places he helped me get this character okay uh and that's when i really my character came into its own like i became way more comfortable with promos and uh talking from the lap crowd stuff like that and when you're practicing is it literally you just kind of cut something off yeah, the top yeah. of your head so uh, there's different things you can do it can be like uh you have a match coming up with this person, talk about this person. But I think to get comfortable speaking, you gotta be kind of comfortable talking about whatever. So it's like, talk about hair curlers, <laughs> talk about whatever. And like, can you make that compelling? Can you draw different emotions out for it? And are there some people who just can't do that? Yeah, definitely. And like, I, I don't know that I'm ever gonna be able to do it, standing shooting star press, but I'm comfortable cutting a promo. There's people yeah. that can do that star that probably aren't super comfortable cutting a promo, so. Um, okay, I'm gonna let you go soon because I'm sure you gotta go trick or treat or something. <laughs> um, what's one match if that everyone should see of yours that yeah, you're most proud of? 
Okay. If you got to limit me to one. You uh, can do three if you'd like. I'll get, let me, okay. If I can do three, that makes it easier. Uh, myself and Eric Royal at the Nova Project 3. Uh, that's on IWTV. Okay. Uh, not me, but somebody that looks a whole lot like me. Race Jackson with NRG against Devastation Corporation at the Marta Complex at Chikara Show. Okay. Also on Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to go with a recent one, maybe not my best, but something I am proud of, was that first wrestler, uh, episode of The Masked Wrestler. Yeah. Far uh, Up Against Genkai, which is oh. on YouTube and IWTV. Mm -hmm. and I think it's all over. Um, okay, that's good. So I have something to do tonight now. Um, I appreciate that. Um, okay, can I ask you five random non-wrestling related questions? They're just yes or no questions. If you want to say sure. anything beyond yes or no, you're welcome to. Okay. All right, here we go. Have you ever kissed um, someone over the age of 80 passionately? No. Okay. Is there any circumstance where you would eat grass from your neighbor's lawn? I guess if there's enough money involved maybe which leads me to my next question oh perfect for fourteen thousand dollars would you deliver a baby alone i don't think that's enough money no that's enough okay um are you a loud vomiter i am i'll say media i'll be like a six on a one to ten scale probably. okay and then the last question is do you have any family members that you love less than your smartphone yeah, I got a pretty big family. Okay, that. okay. That, that answers the question. Um, where are you wrestling next? With the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, it's tough. Blank was doing Beyond mm -hmm. in Atlanta next weekend, but that show unfortunately was canceled. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I can say aloud what it is, but okay. I will be on IWTV screens uh, before the year's end. Okay, cool. Um, and... Do, do you, uh, has this COVID thing, like, has it been like a nice break at all for you or is it more like frustrating? Um, I, I think it's frustrating. I, I feel like I have to pay a small price in comparison to a lot of people yeah. that I haven't been sick or lost anybody, especially close to me due to it. But yeah, it has been frustrating, um, for months not having a gym and then just all the wrestling that I'm not doing that I would like to be doing. Do you, if if like say um, like a you know independent promotion comes through or AW WWE come through, do you will you go see those shows? Uh, I would, yeah. With the caveat that I would hope that uh, safety precautions are taken. Yeah. Place oh yeah. Like I I meant like you know just Absolutely. in general. Um. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, I definitely would. Okay, okay. Uh, oh, can, one last question. I'm sorry. Do you ever participate in like vi violent matches? You know, uh, I think like, like thumbtacks, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I've done thumbtacks one time. Um, recently, Blank was in a pumpkin patch death match, which wasn't <laughs> super violent, but. But like, did, did he come? I, is it after when the match's over? Is he bloody? No, blank was fine. Uh, no blood. No. Okay, so no, no stitches or anything. 
No, I've only I've been pretty fortunate, so I gotta knock some wood here. Yeah, yeah, I'll do it the same. Okay, I think I've only been to the emergency room one time, and it just because my knee got pretty bad gash. Oh, okay. Um, and finally, uh, do do you uh, want to work outside of the states? Yes, uh, Race Jackson and Blank have worked in Canada and the UK, but okay. should things return to more normal, I would love to. What about Japan? What about Japan? Yeah, I mean that's probably top of the bucket list. Oh, okay, cool. All right, Logan. Well, thank you so much for taking a Saturday afternoon and Friday night, and um, <laughs> I definitely would love to have you on again, especially when like shows start happening and we get a vaccine and all that garbage. But until then, um, I hope you stay healthy and your family and friends healthy, and we'll definitely uh, talk again. All right. Thanks so much, Brad. Thanks All right. Take care.